0: that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Welcome to The Karen Kinney Show, <laughs> episode forty one. All right. And I've been, I've been trying to decide and that, that's part of the problem is I was trying to decide on my own. I was like, what am I going to call this sucker? So episode 41, it's some version of this, right? It's some version of preparing for the new year or planning what's next. It's somewhere in the planning and preparing, <laughs> right? That I want to talk about. So I'm recording this on uh December fourth okay, and so a lot of times December hits, and everybody starts to get crazy right they just they just survived thanksgiving <laughs> they're just rolling off of Thanksgiving. Uh, With their friends, maybe with their family, things are starting to get busy. People who decorate for the holidays and stuff are starting to, you know, go get get down to it with their tinsel. Do people still even use tinsel? (laughs) Um, My age is showing tinsel. Remember tinsel, you guys? So people are like decorating and getting down with it. And they're thinking about shopping and gifts and presents and visiting and travel and the food and like all this stuff. But here's the thing for me. (laughs) I'd like to use December. Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. Christmas, I think, is wicked fun. And whatever you, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever, the birth of Christ or whatever, although a lot of people say that December 25th wasn't actually Jesus' birthday. Uh, I'm not going to start a whole rigmarole about that here, but I just think it's fascinating um, the way history gets written. But so whatever you're celebrating, like if you celebrate, I think that's awesome. But also, I like to think about December as the time to prep and plan and prepare for what's to come next in 2020 for the new year. And that's the thing about 2020, just think about that. Right there even gives us a clue, right? In the 2020, what, to have 2020 vision, to have really clear, 100% on point, spot on vision, right? So to me, the fact that 2020 is a new decade, and I'm gonna do a whole other show about the new year, but I just want to talk about preparing, prepping in the planning for the new year, what it's all about. So those of you who are at home, um, well, first of all, let me say this, all right? Let me say this. I always hope with this show that I am... Not just obviously talking at you guys, but offering something up or sharing something from my heart to your heart that will land or be helpful. And I I always, I, I mean, whenever I say, oh, it's valuable, it always feels weird to me. But really, it is my hope to help, right? It is my hope to be of service in some way. That is my wish. That something that I share is going to, I always say, educate, elevate, entertain, enlighten, um, whatever, whatever, that it's going to enrich your life in some way. So I hope I'm doing something like that (laughs) in these 41 episodes. I hope this free resource has been helpful. All right. So here's the thing. As I was thinking about today's podcast, I was cracking up laughing because I call her my niece, although we are not related by blood, but my niece, Amanda, who is the mom of my great nephews. All right. So one of my great nephews, Paka, uh, and imagine my delight when I found out they were naming him Paka. Like, oh my God, it was like the best thing ever for me. So my little great nephew, Paka, she did a post today. I'm going to hold this up for those of you that um, are not watching. I will describe it. But so Amanda did a post today on social media just saying, you know, this kid, man, he's so funny. He prepares for the next day. He lays out his clothes. He's little. He's like a little, little person. (laughs) He's a tiny little person still to me. So this little being, he lays out his clothes for like the next day. So I'm going to hold up this picture and it's the most hysterical thing. So those of you who are watching on the YouTube, you can see this, right? So on the floor, he literally lays out his clothes, like not folded on a chair. He lays them on the floor, like in the shape of a person. So he does his shirt and then he does his pants. And then on top of his pants, he lays his undies. And then he does his little socks at the bottom. So it looks like a person has melted or disintegrated, like poof and thin air. Like that's what it looks like. It's the most hysterical thing. So I'm holding up this picture for you guys to see. And when I saw this, I thought, oh my God, kid after my own hat. This is a kid that loves to plant. and He is the thing about planning. I'm going to go into a whole little thing about this, okay? I want to encourage you guys. I want to encourage you and enthusiastically, um, like, like, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, nudge you, nudge you, like, encourage you to start thinking about 2020 and preparing yourself for it. Because what I see happen so often is that people, again, because they get so busy with the holidays, they get so busy with all these plans, they get so busy with the rigmarole of doing that they tend to stop being. So a lot of times their spiritual practices start to suffer around this time of year as they get wicked busy. They get distracted by other obligations. Um, They get distracted. Like everybody's Everybody's world tends to get more busy at this time, which is a really good indication that you should actually fucking slow down. <laughs> so there's so many sayings about at that. The, the uh, when you hit the point where you think you don't have time for meditation, or you don't have time for prayer, or you think you don't have time to let's do some body stuff like yoga class or uh, getting a massage or whatever the thing is. As soon as you get to a place where you think, oh shit, I don't have time for that, it's probably exactly when you need those things and when you need to sit your ass down and make some time for those things. So as we're moving into this new decade, it's not even just a new year, this new decade, it's like a new clean slate. As we're moving into this, I don't want you to wait until December 1st to think about how do I want to start December I mean January 1st my bad. I don't want you to wait until January 1st to be thinking about how do I want to kick off my new year, right? My new decade. I want you to be thinking about it now. I want you to sit your ass down. This is encouragement. I'm not telling you what to do. I am offering it up. And I'm only offering it up. Like I never I never suggest a thing. Like you can ask anybody who knows me, even if you're a friend of mine, if I have not used your product or service, I can't in good faith refer you. I can say that I know you as a person and you're lovely, but I can't speak to what you offer. So I'm a person who doesn't make referrals or recommendations or say to do things unless I have firsthand, true blue, real deal, holy field experience, hands-on experience myself, right? So the reason why I'm offering this up now is because I know a bunch of you are on the hamster wheel of busy, 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 busy. And this is an invitation to step off so that you can slow down and simplify. Remember you guys how I always tell you about that, um, What's that, what do you call that thing, a quote? <laughs> the, the quote that I love by Hans Hoffman or Hans Hoffman, it talks about simplifying. And he basically says like the ability to simplify means to eliminate the unnecessary so that the necessary may speak to eliminate the unnecessary so that the necessary may speak so i want your 2020 to be about the necessary the true calling of your hat, right the envisioning that you have and again all of this is kind of um connected to this concept of preparing and planning, but we're going to look at it from a little bit different point of view in a second. But I do want to encourage you to to create some fucking space, man, right? To literally just just slow down and carve out some time over these next three and a half weeks that we have left in December to start to think about how do I want to begin anew? How do I want to start my year off? How do I want to kick off this sucker, right? I'm ready to kind of leave, like transition out of 2019 to let some shit go, to like bring and invite some new stuff and perhaps new projects or people or places or programs or whatever in. And I want to start to plan and prepare. But here's the thing, when we plan and prepare on our own, right, when we try to envision the new year, right, what we want to bring in, what we want to receive, what we want to create, all these things. If we try to do that, quote unquote, on our own, meaning with your own uh, not the inner teacher of spirit, Holy Spirit, spiritual team. But when we try to do it with the voice of the ego that thinks it's so fucking smart and it thinks it knows all the angles and it thinks it knows what's best for you and everybody else, we're in wicked big trouble. <laughs> that is like a recipe for disaster. Because I often say to people, it's like, um, there's a great line in The Course in Miracles that basically says, I'm paraphrasing, it says, you know, God calls to everyone, but you're too preoccupied with your own voice to listen, or to hear it. So, so often the best laid plans don't work because they're plans made from the ego mind. They're plans made from the ego, which is the voice for fear, which think it has to to attack, defend, and prove. And even just planning, preparing for something is actually a defense. It's a defense against like, oh, I'm not going to have what I need. I better prepare, right? And I know in this world that can feel really crazy. It's like, well, KK, what do you mean? You're telling me I shouldn't have a plan? You're saying I shouldn't have a business plan? You're saying I shouldn't have a grocery list? You're saying I shouldn't start to figure out what I want to offer in my business? Are you saying don't prep and plan, like just do it by the seat of my pants? No, I'm not saying that. But who or what you plan with is wicked important. So again, I'm trying to gently ease you into the new year. I want you to take the month of December to start to envision your 2020 January. But please, for the love of God and all things holy, don't try to do it on your own. Because it is your own best thinking that has fucking gotten you where you are now, (laughs) which includes All the times you screwed up, misspoke, weren't great. You know what I'm saying? All the times you blew it, all that stuff. So this is about a different kind of listening and a different kind of planning. Now, some of you might already participate in this kind of a thing, but some of you might be starting to be new to this concept of listening beyond the ego mind. Because so much of the ego mind's planning and preparing is based on the past. It's based on your history. It's often based on your fears and not on the voice of love where I think the heartbeat of creation lives, right? Really listening. And here's the other thing I want to say. So often I think people who like to think that they're all spiritual and teach spiritual stuff and intuitive stuff or whatever, they talk about this, the voice for God, whatever, as a true voice. Like people think like they're just sitting there waiting to actually hear a voice in their head. And that's not how it the, the, the in teacher appears to everybody, right? So this is about just getting quiet enough though, that if you're going to plan anything, you get quiet enough that you can hear the quote, unquote, I'm doing little air quotes with my, my rabbit fingers, my little of my peace fingers, right? Quote, unquote, the voice. Now the voice might show up as a literal voice. I have heard a voice in my head before that I know that didn't come from me, but it came through me and to me. I've, had, I've felt it as a gut instinct. I've felt it in a very just like a knowing in my bones. So like I often say to turn left or do this or call that person, um, now's the right time. I've often heard like, nope, don't do that. Sometimes it has been a voice clear as a bell in my head. But it's also just been, again, gut instinct, intuition. Spirit, I always say, spiritual team, you, know, is always on the job, always giving me signs, always giving me help and support if I'm willing to receive it. If I quiet the chatter of my mind by doing daily spiritual practices enough that I can actually and I don't mean enough, like, like I, I just mean like, consistently. Daily, there's a reason why I talk about those five Ds, daily, dedicated, determined, disciplined, and devoted spiritual practices. Because I know they are one of the ways that we turn down the static and the chatter, and the the chattering, right, in the mind. It's like constantly. The ego almost never, ever, ever shuts up. It's why so many people often try to numb with some sort of a substance. There's lots of different reasons why people you know, do things to feel differently than they feel right to, to whether it's to quiet the mind to stop the pain, to end the suffering, to change their state of mind, like whatever but so this is an invitation to get quiet though, so that we can actually like dampen, turn down the ego voice so we can actually start to hear again, I use the word voice loosely, the voice for God, so one of the ways we do this listen to this, I always call it like this um um and so the the I'm going to throw a few like different Course and Miracles things at you and just know that I'm paraphrasing, like I'm kk them. Like I'm saying them the way that I would say them, but the heartbeat and the meaning is there. So I wake up every morning and I, and I basically say to myself, like today I will make no decisions by myself. Well, it's like, well, how do you plan and then not make decisions by yourself, KK? Like what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> right? So I wake up and I'm like, today I will make no decisions by myself. And I'm not gonna make decisions by myself anymore because A, tried it in the past and and didn't work out too great. B, um, I make the decisions by myself because it's no longer intelligent. It's not smart to do it by myself anymore, right? So instead, I'm gonna get really quiet And I'm gonna ask my spiritual team to guide me. I'm gonna ask my inner teacher to guide me. I'm gonna ask Holy Spirit to guide me. I'm gonna ask Spirit to guide me, right? Holy Spirit, which is simply the voice for God, the voice for love, the memory of God's love, the part of our mind that's not fucking insane, the part of our minds that is always in communion with the light that we are, right? The innocence and the holiness that we are. Definitely would rather get advice from that source than from the insane ego mind, right? So I wake up and I say, today I'll make no decisions by myself. I don't make decisions by myself anymore because it's no longer smart to do so. Instead, I make them. I make them in conjunction with, in communion with, right? I call it my spiritual team. I call it all kinds of things. But I call it spiritual team for those of you who um, might be a little wary of the word Holy Spirit. (laughs) So look, also go online, you guys. If you haven't already, go to KarenKenney, K-E-N-N-E-U-I.com. People call it forward slash, forward slash um, freebie, F-I-E-E-B-I-E, freebie, and download my guide um, to, uh, free guide to how to build your own spiritual team. If you're like, what is the spiritual team that she's always talking about? Um, I believe that everybody has one. Everybody has an in a teacher. And I talk about it as a spiritual team, but like, go check it out and do that. So I asked my spiritual team for guidance. So there's a prayer and a course of miracles. And I've reversed the order just a tiny bit in the way that I say it, because it's the way that makes the most sense to me. And it's still all the same words, just in a tiny bit different order. So every day I wake up and I ask, you know, have me go where you would have me go. So I'm asking for instructions. Where do you guys want me to go today? Have me do what you would have me do. What are my instructions? Like, what am I supposed to do today? And have me say what you would have me say and to whom? What are the words that you would have me say to others? And whether I say them verbally, I say them through my behavior, right? To teach us to demonstrate. I'm always demonstrating which thought system I've chosen, right? What do you want me to say and who do you want me to say it to? Please use me. So I just ask to be used in service to the divine every single day. So it's not like I don't still make a plan. Trust me, I'm a kid, a recovering OCD kind of a kid who planned and prepared everything because I was terrified out of my mind most of the time. And to be out of control was so scary for me. Not to control like every little thing in my life was very anxiety producing. It's why I was the kid. I laugh now because back in the day, I literally couldn't even have my food touching on my plate. So at Thanksgiving, I would have like my plate, like but like like back when I used to, you know, still eat meat and stuff like that. So my turkey and my gravy would be sequestered on one pot of the plate. Now it's tofurkey or seitan, or tempeh, and all kinds of other delicious, vegan, compassionate options. (laughs) I have to just put the vegan plug in there. Ah, But back in the day, it used to be like turkey, gravy on one side, and then fully to the other side. I used to have little divider plates, so nothing would touch. But if they had to be on the same plate, I just totally kept them like, you know, like girls on one side, boys on the other side, on the bus, where I just totally separated. And then all my sides, like the peas, the corn, the squash, the roll with the butter or whatever, Um, and like, um, the, all the stuff was like separated. I could not have things touch. I had to control literally every little aspect of my life or it was just too much. It was too intense for me. (laughs) So trust me, I'm a person who loves to plan, but you plan and you prepare, which leads to you having a lot of freedom. I talked about that. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you guys go back and listen to it. Discipline leads to freedom. But here's the thing. My planning now, I'm aware that I have a quote unquote loose plan. This is what I think I'm going to do. But then I like get in the room and I listen deeply for my instructions. Do you know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? So I'm going to read a little something for you from um, A Course in Miracles. And so I'm holding up the book for you. Those of you who have never seen it before, A Course in Miracles, the sucker, life changer for me. Okay. So lesson 135. So in the middle of A Course in Miracles, there is a section called the workbook for students and it's 365 daily lessons, which I also call meditations. Uh, A Course in Miracles is a powerful um, book. It's a self-study program, which I call spiritual psychotherapy. To me, it's like mind training and it totally helps you to relinquish a thought system of fear and instead to adopt and to live from a thought system of love. So the middle of the book, the workbook lessons are basically how you, um, practically apply um, the beginning of the book stuff, like the metaphysics of the course, the text, which is the beginning of the book, in the middle of the book, and now you have the lessons, which help you apply the principles to live out the principles that you've been reading about in the text, okay? So in lesson 135, there's a, a part that I love, and listen to this. It talks about how a healed mind goes through the world. Listen to this. It says, a healed mind does not plan. It carries out the plans that it receives through listening to wisdom that is not its own. It waits until it has been taught what should be done and then proceeds to do it. It does not depend upon itself for anything except its adequacy to fulfill the plans assigned to it. It is secure in certainty that obstacles cannot impede its progress to accomplishment of any goal that serves the greater plan established for the good of everyone. Okay, there's so much richness in here, but just even listen to that last sentence. It says, um, any goal that serves the greater plan established for the good of everyone. First of all, I know that me and my little ego mind, my little human mind over here cannot possibly know what's good for everyone. I might be very well uh, aware of what I think is good for me, but even then there have been times in my life where I thought I knew what was good for me and hello, <laughs> that left a mark. You know what I'm saying? It was like, uh-uh. No, kid, sorry, Uh, no, (laughs) that wasn't the smartest plan you've ever had, right? So what I've learned again and again and again and again is not for me to plan, right? Because a healed mind doesn't plan because a healed mind basically carries out the plans it receives through listening to the wisdom that is not its own. What that's saying is the inner teacher, there's an individual curriculum that you have in this lifetime whether you want to call it God's plan for you, whatever the thing is, I just call it, there's an individual curriculum that you have. There is a plan that's laid out. So if I'm over here trying to run the racket on my plan, like if I got this rigmarole thing going on over here, like, oh, I got it all planned out. This is what I'm going to do. I, you know, even, even jokingly, there's a saying, I don't know who started it, probably the Catholics or whatever. (laughs) I don't know who it was, but there's that old saying that, um, 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 You know, people make plans and God laughs, right? I don't think that that's actually uh, literally true, but the metaphor there, the meaning there is true, right? We have all these, the best laid plans. We have all these plans, but we don't want to be making those suckers alone. But in order to feel like you can establish this communion and connection, which is always there, this is the one thing I cannot fucking stress enough. And it's why I always get nervous around people who call themselves coaches or mentors or gurus or whatever that they're like, I have the answer and I'm going to impart it on you. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) The person, the pointer is not the answer. Maybe what we're pointing to, right? It's like what we're pointing to or what, uh, let me just speak for myself. What I'm always pointing to is to your own inner teacher. Your own inner teacher. But we have to prepare ourselves to receive, like imagine it was like, Um, you know, the, 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 the spiritual team is sending you a signal, but your antenna is all bent out of shape. (laughs) Let's assume that you have a gratitude problem, right? That you, 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 you are not paying attention. You are not making time or space for a spiritual practice. You are not living in gratitude, right? Your antenna is out of whack. It is not. So the signal is not coming through, Right. So spiritual practices to me, what they do is first of all, they, they, they help to reduce the interferences. They remove the blocks and the barriers to your awareness of love's presence. Spiritual team in a teacher is always there. The access to the light that you are, to the internal wisdom, to the guru within is always there. Right. But If we don't create space for it, if we don't become aware of it, if we're not mindful and train and align ourselves, I always say the assignment is alignment. (laughs) The assignment is alignment. So we must align ourselves so that the individual curriculum, right, comes through to us. It says here, um, you know, a healed mind waits until it has been taught what should be done and then it proceeds to do it. That's the other thing. Why are you going to go do something that you don't feel like is is like you? It's coming from a source that you can trust. So developing a relationship with your inner teacher, with Holy Spirit, with Spirit, with your spiritual team is so friggin' important, you guys. And this is why, with my spiritual mentoring clients, it's like non-negotiable, right? And we actually have a call tonight. We have a a call tonight. All my all my clients, all my one to one clients, we we get on a call every other week. So that they can see each other and have spiritual fellowship and have spiritual community, um, so that they can all like have the experience of knowing that there are other people out there who think about these things and talk about these things and want to heal their minds and want to not feel separate and want to be able to navigate the world from a place of peace and happiness and forgiveness and freedom. <laughs> so, we're having a call tonight and we're going to talk exactly about this stuff, right? And then I'll point them to this episode to listen to again next week, as we're going to be talking about what is it like to prepare but not by yourself right? How to align ourselves with the wisdom of the inner teacher that is always available to us, but to turn down again, the static, the fear, the chatter of the ego mind so that we can get our assignment. Okay. I will make no decisions by myself. Remember this. I'm not saying don't plan. I want you to plan, but I want you to plan for the new year from an informed And influence and inspired place. I always think of the word inspiration, inspiri. I always say it, like with spirit. With inspire means to like breathe in with the with the life breath. I always say, I always think of like inspiration as if God has breathed an idea. He has breathed, um, um, he has breathed not just an idea, but an intention or something into me. It's like like drawing in that breath, right? With spirit. That's how I always think about it. So That's how I want you to kind of go into this new year, to move into this new decade of 2020 by taking the time that is left in December to actually create a little bit of space. I don't care how busy you are. You can take five minutes a day to have time with God. You can take five minutes a day to have time with love or source or universe or goddess or Jesus or Buddha or Allah or the great whatever, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right? Call it whatever you want to call it. But it's really important to start to prepare yourself, right? Of course, in miracles, it says uh, miracles are everybody's birthright, but there must be a purification first. And so I think about this purification of not over-identifying with the body to start to identify more with yourself as spirit, as eternal spirit, as the light of the world that you are. But it's hard to just jump into this on January 1 thinking, oh yeah, I'm the fucking light of the world, right? I'm going to go out and woo, right? And do some stuff. If there's no connection first, there's no alignment first. You see what I'm saying? So the assignment is alignment. So this is what we're gonna do. So I hope that this has been helpful, you guys. I'm gonna say this one more time, right? It carries out the plans that it receives through listening to wisdom that is not its own. What that means is it's not the bullshit fabrication story of the ego, which is gonna insist that you hustle and bustle and pretend and perfect and perform and protect and do all this stuff, this running around to seem like, dude, if I could say anything about 2020 for me um, and my hope for all of you that it is the year of your most genuine authenticity that it is about 2020 is about to get real because people are dying for real people are exhausted by the continual perpetuation of just the bullshit you know what i'm saying so this is the time to get really real with yourself this is the time to connect with real People, this is a time to connect with real teachers, right? Do you see what I'm saying? I want you to think about going into this year, having it be all about you can have the year be about whatever you want it to personally. Obviously, I'm not telling you what it's about, but my hope is that part of this is about, right? It's like getting really clear about what's true and what's real, and right celebrating that and encouraging it and it, real also real doesn't mean that like i get so frustrated sometimes i'm not i'm just going to be honest because the way language is used online sometimes real doesn't always mean raw and i'm a mess and i'm admitting my vulnerability in this post that's not what i mean about real to me when you are real the real you is that you are the light of the world that you are a child of God, that you dwell in the realm of limitless possibility because you stop playing dumb about who you are and you start to show up moving through the world with nothing to attack, defend, or prove. And we don't have to be so freaked out about planning everything with like white knuckles and like, oh my God, and all this fear. Because stuff that is created out of fear has a really different experience and vibe than stuff that is created out of love. So. Okay, here's the plan. Moving in to the new decade, take December. And I'm gonna talk all about um, the new year uh, stuff maybe in a couple of weeks. But right now, let's use what we have in December to start to get really clear about what we want. But remember, have me go where you would have me go. Have me do what you would have me do. Have me say what you would have me say and to whom. Ask your spiritual team. Go download the guide if you haven't already. It's totally free. And there's also soon also going to be a video, um, I think, that will come with that too as like a little bonus, which is kind of fun and cool. (laughs) So I encourage you to do that. So let's move into this new year in a really aligned way. Remember, the assignment is alignment. Let's be listening for the voice that is not the voice of the ego, which is the voice for fear. We want to start to be listening for the voice of love because you have an assignment. It is trying to come to you, but you must do. And look, in the beginning, I say must. We must do daily spiritual practices because that is how we start to train the mind to align to the voice of love so that you can actually see it, hear it, feel it, receive it, so that you can respond to it, so that you can, as it says right here, Um, It says, uh, it waits until it has been taught what should be done, and then it proceeds to do it. So I want you to go out into 2020 and do the thing, right? Do it. But you have to be taught, right, what to do. That's the part about not planning on your own today. I will make no decisions by myself. So you guys, I hope some part of this landed for you and felt like, yeah, KK, I'm feeling you. I'm with you. I dig it. Um, I share all this stuff because I love you. And I'm always trying to think, you know, you guys know, you guys know why I do all this work. You know that the heartbeat of this so much comes from um, wanting to try to create a better place, a less violent place, a love, uh, a place that a world that it's, it's not about, how do I even say this? Like So much of this is not about necessarily bettering this world that we're living in. It's about actually awakening to the truth that we've never actually left God. But while we're here in this world, wouldn't it be nice if we could move through the world with nothing to attack, defend, approve, we could start to move through the world without having fear and anxiety and worry and depression and stress and all this stuff like gripping us like by the throat, right? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to just be inspired to breathe in? And I think of it like this, right? To move through the world with this great um, confidence and compassion And creativity to really, really, really step into 2020, allowing our old stories to transform those old stories from your story to your glory, and to start to step into the fearless flow that I know is possible for all of us when we finally accept and get and believe and trust and have faith that we know who walks beside us on this way that we have chosen. So, you guys, thank you so much for letting me walk beside you just uh, for a little bit. Um, I, I hope you had a fantastic holiday. Um, I hope the rest of this month is amazing. I would love to hear from you. Please shoot me a little message. Just say, Hey, KK, listen to this. This is what I thought, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. I love to receive it. Um, if this if this podcast, um, if you dig it in any way, you love it, feel free to share it. Please do a shout out, like share it with a friend or a family member or a loved one, go on uh, Apple podcast, leave a review or whatever, like star it up, whatever the thing is. (laughs) I don't even know, but you know what I'm saying? Go on there. You can leave a review. Um, Or what's the other thing? I don't know what you call it when you click the little star button. Um, You can share it on Instagram stories. You can share it on Facebook, but just tag me so I can see it. So I can say thank you because like, that's like the best part for me (laughs) because really what it's doing, you guys, I swear to God, this is what it's about for me. It's about spreading the love. Right? It's about spreading the love and just getting the message of love out there Right, to, to, to just kind of um, let people know that, that they could choose differently and that there is a different way and perhaps a better way. Okay. I love you guys. Wherever you go, wherever you go, may you be a blessing. guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the karen Kenny show (laughs) i super duper appreciate your time friendship and support and look if something that i shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours i'd love to hear about it so please tag me on facebook or instagram or ig stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review. Because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenney.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.